Hey guys, it's me, Peter Ramirez. Welcome to the Politics Mostly Podcast. Normally I have a lot of editing, a lot of, you know, intro music, all that kind of stuff, but uh, I'm sick, as you can probably hear, and I just want to get right into it, try to make this like a quick 15 to 20 minute uh, pod for those that reached out, see if I was okay. Yes, I'm okay. Uh, I'm currently getting over a little bit of a cold, sore throat issue. Um... Where have I been this last month? Well, for starters, I had surgery <laughs> uh, like three weeks ago, and I don't need to get into all of it because I'm, you know, a lot of people don't like to hear surgery stories, but I will tell you one funny part of it. <laughs> um, I'm getting the surgery. I'm not under. I'm not under. I'm under localized anesthetics, and um, in the room with me is the surgeon and. I don't know, a doctor in training? I don't know how these things work, right? <laughs> um, some younger guy who was, like, learning how to do this procedure. It was um, sinus surgery, right? Surgery in my sinuses. And <laughs> um, at one point, I start bleeding. And the young doctor, I think his name was Mike, he goes to the doctor performing the surgery. He goes, doctor, why is the patient bleeding? And the surgeon goes, huh, that's a really good question, Mike, because he shouldn't be. <laughs> so that's that's a lovely um, little, that's a lovely thing to hear while you're, you know, getting surgery done upon you that the doctor doesn't know why you're bleeding. Um, it was pretty interesting, though. I, I've had, like, chronic throat issues for a few years now. Um, it's been impacting me, and I finally try to go get this like little procedure done to to fix like constant post nasal drip into my throat essentially um and i'm feeling a lot better uh i felt better almost immediately which is crazy because they say it takes a few weeks to take into effect but i was feeling better in like 48 hours um so right now I, i'm just i'm sick like separately i was fine for a few weeks and then this week i wanted to get back on the pod i got sick i also uh this past month did what the uh, the youth uh, would say uh, picking up a side hustle. I started working uh, a second job uh, helping out a friend who owns a store in a town over. Which has been really good because it's kind of, I don't want to get too into it, but um, it's an it's an area that I'm interested in, like politics. Uh, well, it's not politics, but, you know, something that I have interest in and uh, family friend, you know, easy hours, good money. So uh, I've been a little bit busy with that. And uh, started talking to this girl uh, in New Jersey, although that's over. That's over. You know, it's hard to date across state lines. Um, it's just it's just hard. The uh, the distance was too much, and it just didn't really work out. Um, actually, that's pretty much the first time I got kind of personal on this podcast. What are we, 40 episodes in? <laughs> there you go. Surgery, girl, new job. Um, and then sick this week. <laughs> Um, so, <clears throat> so I really just want to talk about three things today. I'm going to make this really quick. No, no audio drops, no, no sound effects, no editing. I'm just plugged in the mic, let it rip. I also started some like YouTube videos, not politics, so don't worry. And I'm kind of worried about making these huge files because now my computer's like, hey, you don't have a lot of like memory. <laughs> So then I tried to buy like external hard drives to like plug into my computer and then put 
you know, the audio files of these podcasts onto those external uh, devices, then I can just delete them. But of course, that didn't work because nothing works because I'm awful with technology. If you ever want to start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, think about blogging. Think about how I do all these things. And I'm like really fucking dumb, especially with technology, but also in life. (laughs) All right. First thing is up today. I want to talk about these stories that come across my phone that remind me why I root for my team, right? Let's let's talk about politics as a team for a second. There are only two teams in town. Sorry, liber- sorry libertarians. <laughs> there's in American politics, there are Democrats and there are Republicans. There's the blue team, there's the red team. Is there technically the yellow team? I think that's the libertarians. Is there technically the green team? Uh, sure, you know, um, but they don't hold office. They don't really have a real shot. These aren't coalition governments. Um, this isn't parliament. Uh, two, there are two, two possibilities. And listen, when you have literally hundreds of issues, social issues, economic issues, the role of government, privacy, regulation, right, environment, right, all these issues... And there are only two teams, they're going to be really big tents. And sometimes you feel like you don't fit in those tents, right? Now, I root for the blue team, as most of you probably know. Uh, I mean, I voted for some Republicans, like, locally, um, you know, t- town councils, mayor. I live in a small town. You know, it, the, the the more local the office, the less it matters if they have a D or an R next to their name. It's essentially like, are they going to fuck up the taxpayer money? Like, can I trust them with... You know, negotiating deals with corporations, getting kickbacks, you know, is, is did this person oversee like a hundred grand uh, missing in the city budget, right? Um, so, you know, I, I voted for Republicans a few times, but, you know, 99% of the time I, I vote Democrat. And obviously when there are only two big tents, sometimes you're not going to agree with everything with all the people inside your own tent, right? And that's perfectly normal. I wish there were 50 parties and we formed broad coalition governments because then I could have a really specific party and <laughs> believe in 95% of what they believe in. But it's a big tent party. On the whole, I think Democrats are more correct than Republicans, at least in my opinion. And so I usually vote blue, right? And sometimes your loyalty to your tent, to your party, to your team is tested, right? I wouldn't say I'm super progressive on a ton of issues. On some issues I am, as you guys probably know from listening to this. But, you know, uh, I believe there should be a police department, right? Uh, I think we're up to like 71 genders. You know, it's hard to keep track of some of this stuff. And sometimes the people in the other tent will use the most extreme voices in your own tent to try to make you rethink your political leanings, right? They'll take the hot-button social issues, they'll take the extremes of a small fragment of your party, and they'll say, oh, this is everyone who votes Democrat believes in this, right? So, I want to talk about, that. that's the background, right? That's the background. And there's no transcript, I'm just talking to you guys, like, you know, a mic is plugged in. And sorry, once again, if I if I sound nasally or congested, I'm really fucking sick. <laughs> Today was the first day I didn't need Advil or Tylenol. Um... But occasionally, stories come across and they shake you in a way where you remember why you're in that tent, even though some people in your tent are kind of fucking crazy. (laughs) And I'm thinking of two specific stories that kind of happened these past few weeks. 
First of all, let's talk about the heat wave in the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest. Now, if you're not American, I can see I'm actually in Ireland, in France, some parts of Asia. I'm actually have some pretty big numbers. So I'm going to do a better job of explaining briefly like American stuff. <laughs> the Pacific Northwest up near the Canadian border, we're talking about, you know, cities like Portland, Seattle. Uh, these are pretty cool climates. And they're very wet. They're very rainy. And last week, there was a heat wave in the Pacific Northwest. And these places where it's hard to get into the 80s in the summer, we're looking at temperatures like 115 approaching 120. 120 degrees Fahrenheit. And of course, climate change... Uh, this is not the first heat wave I'm sure Seattle has had or Portland has had, but they do seem to be more extreme and more frequent. In fact, the Wall Street Journal, not exactly a liberal paper, wrote today that, <coughs> excuse me, wrote today that 44% uh, of the United States is currently experiencing some level of drought. 44%, almost half the country is in what is in scientifically uh, a drought. Hot temperatures, no rain. And the other story I want to talk about, besides the climate and these heat waves, um, we had a heat wave here in New York uh, last week as well that was pretty fucking brutal. It was over 100 degrees, not counting the humidity even. And the other story, of course, is the leaked IRS tax documents with some of the wealthiest Americans. Well, not uh, people who live in America, like Elon Musk. He's, not, he's technically African. Um, so it says here... Musk paid less than $70,000 in a three-year stretch between 2015 and 2017. So think about you, the listener. 2015, 2017. Three-year stretch. If you paid, collectively, in those three years, more than $70,000, you paid more than Elon Musk. And then in 2018, he paid, wait for it, $0 in income tax. In federal income tax. Bezo in the same stretch, Bezos didn't pay any taxes for two years. Jeff Bezos, one of the world's wealthiest men, even after the divorce. And so why am I talking about these two stories? These these droughts, these heat waves that are occurring more and more frequently. 44% of America currently in a drought. Billionaires paying $0 to fund bridges, to fund our schools, to fund the military. Because sometimes stories like this come across, and it rem and it reminds you why you vote the way you vote. Right? Maybe I don't believe in defunding the or abolishing the police, right? Maybe I don't believe in 74 genders. But I believe billionaires should pay more taxes than I do. And I believe that the climate's a real fucking problem. And so long as those two things are true, I'm going to vote blue, okay? I mean, that's it. That's what it comes down to. There are two teams in town that have a shot at winning. One of them believes climate change is real. One of them believes it's a hoax by the Chinese. One of them wants billionaires to pay tax. One of them doesn't. Right? I mean, look at what Mitch McConnell said when these tax documents were leaked. His big problem was privacy. Who's leaking these documents? That, that's your takeaway from this? The, the transparency aspect of this? How about the fact that these people are paying zero dollars for health care? For the military, right? For schools. That's 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 not your major concern. Your major concern is some bureaucrat leaked it to ProPublica. 
So, yeah, I vote blue because billionaires should pay more than me. And no, that doesn't make me a Marxist, right? People, what should the rate be? What, how about more than me? Can we start there? Can we have a minimum tax rate of something more than zero? <laughs> and yeah, so as long as uh, the earth is dying and as long as billionaires aren't paying taxes, I'm going to vote blue. And I don't care about the gender thing. I don't care about the police, this, that, all that shit, right? Some of it I agree with, some of it I don't. I'm going to vote blue. All right, the second story I want to talk about is world standing. Now, this is a little bit old because I wanted to talk about this when Biden made his trip to England, the UK, whatever the fuck you call this shit. But, you know, I haven't done a podcast in like three or four weeks, so I'm a little late to this, but I think the point stays true. Now, normally I wouldn't care about this stuff, right? Why would I care if Denmark likes us? I don't. I don't. Well, I mean, if I have the option of them liking us or not liking us, I guess I'd prefer for them to like us, but it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to crack my top 100 issues I care about. You know, oh, political scientists will say, oh, a high country approval rating can correspond with increased soft power within the foreign policy landscape, whatever the fuck they say. I don't give a shit, okay? I don't. But I'm only bringing this up because in the twisted non-reality of the right, they believe the exact opposite. Listen to, tr- listen to Trump speak. Listen to Hannity speak. All these people, they say these things every time they talk. The world is laughing at us. Other countries are taking advantage of us. We aren't respected like we used to be. What was the big line they used to tell us? The, when Trump was president and no one liked us, it's because we're making them pay for NATO or something. <laughs> They only don't like us because Trump is so tough in negotiations. <laughs> when Biden fell down those stairs going up Air Force One, the first comment was, if this is our leader, how could China respect us? Right? By, by the right. By the American right. It's a weird, obsessive, all-encompassing thought pattern, uh, consistent throughout the right, and... This is why I'm bringing it up. Two reasons. One, Biden met with Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the UK. (coughs) And I thought it was interesting what Boris Johnson had to say. He called, um, you know, I wish I could download the audio file, clip it, whatever. It's a free podcast and I'm sick. So I'm just going to say what he said. (laughs) Boris Johnson called Trump, uh, excuse me, called Biden a breath of fresh air. And also, let's not forget how desperate Boris Johnson was to distance himself from Trump. Right? During COVID, he's, Boris Johnson said Trump is, quote, failing to lead. That is the prime minister of the UK <laughs> telling the American president he is failing to lead. Here's a paragraph from Business Insider, not exactly Marxist daily. Um, the latest polling puts Trump's public approval rating in the UK at minus 49%. Minus 49%. Johnson's alliance with Trump was also repeatedly used against him by opposition parties in last year's general election. Okay. Do you know how hard it is for an American president to poll at minus 49 in the UK? This is the special relationship. This is World War One, World War II. You know, Margaret Thatcher, Ronald Reagan, there's no space between our two countries. We speak the same language. We have similar customs and culture and Trump polled at minus 
the prime minister said he failed to lead. And when Biden was elected, Boris Johnson said, it's a breath of fresh air. You know, if you smile and read the teleprompter, you can pull a 75% in England (laughs) if you're the American president. Like, that's how easy. This is a softball, okay? This is a softball to be well-liked in the UK, just as the UK prime ministers are generally well-liked in America, okay? But it's not just England, right? It's not just England. America's image is tarnished internationally when there is a Republican president. That is not my opinion. That is a fact. Let's look at... Pew's International Tracking Poll, the gold standard polling. This is a tracking poll that goes back to President Bush, actually. They poll 16 nations and they ask the same questions and see how the answers change over time, right? Same questions, same countries, and then you, you track how it goes up and down, right? At the end of the Trump presidency, the international community believed President Trump would, quote, do the right thing 17% of the time. 17% for the, the leader of the free world. Right now, for Biden, it's at 75%, okay? So I don't know what the right is talking about when they say we're not respected, we're not liked on the world stage. It's the exact fucking... First of all, it's not important. Second of all, it's the exact fucking opposite. Can you give me data to support your opinion that no one respects us when a Democrat is present? Because all I'm seeing is the exact opposite. The world doesn't want us invading other countries check Democrats. The world wants us believing in climate change, check de- check Democrats. And the world wants us engaging in diplomacy, check Democrats. So it's, just, it's weird to me that, that the right gets worked up over it. But in reality, it's actually a winner for the Democrats. Here's a quote from the report. Where is it? Whereas a median of just 34% across 12 nations had a favorable overall opinion of the U.S. last year, a median of 62% now hold this view. So of the 16, of the 12 nations they polled, just by Biden winning, our approval rating as a country doubled. Doubled. One day. Doubled. Now, to reiterate, I do not think U.S. favorability ratings are the most important thing. You know, maybe it helps us with trade deals... National security cooperation, immigration, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it helps a little bit. I don't know. Nor do I care. But I would like to point it out because for reasons beyond my limited comprehension, the right things the world laughs at us when we have a Democratic president, but in reality, they only laugh at us when we have a Republican president. All right, last story, and I'll make this quick as we're at 18 minutes here. Weisselberg, CFO of the Trump Organization, and the Trump Organization itself, were indicted on like 15 felonies, all white collar tax evasion stuff. He didn't pay, I think it's $1.7 million of taxes on benefits he received over the years. (coughs) (coughs) 1.7 million. What would you do with $1.7 million? $1.7 million, wow, okay. So look, this isn't the smoking gun that most of us would have liked, but I do want to point out one thing, because I, I've seen this. This is, like, not just Fox News. This is, like, most Republicans. So let me, like, kind of break this down really quick. I'm hearing a lot, you know, Trump is being targeted because of his name, right? You've heard that before, right? This is political. This isn't about justice, right? This is politics, not justice. That's what I'm hearing. Guys, the exact opposite is true. And you really have to just think about it for two seconds. 
Trump is wealthy, famous, etc., and he hasn't faced the consequences for his actions. Here's what he's accused of doing, not based on what I, liberal podcast host, say, but based on what his lawyer said under oath, based on the financial documents that the Southern District of New York allegedly has, based on what his niece has given to the media, and she has access to these documents too. He inflated the worth of his assets to get bigger loans from the bank, which is illegal. Then, those same assets, he deflated their worth when it came time to pay the tax man, which is fraud against the government, okay? We call that the, uh, the, the double whammy in financial crimes. So, you know, that building is worth $500 million when it's April 15th, and the check goes out to the Internal Revenue Service. That building's $500 million, so I'm only going to give you this much for the taxes. You know, a day later, you go down to the bank, that building is actually worth $2 billion. Can you believe that? Extend me some credit because I'm taking it out as collateral. <laughs> so that's amazing. Trump can quadruple the, the worth of a building in one day. He was, he's magic, man. He's real magic. Stable genius. <laughs> so... If you think Trump is being targeted because he's finally being held accountable for doing illegal things, I have a test for you. And I want you to do this. Now, legally, I'm going to say that this is sarcastic because I don't want legal problems, free speech. Uh, I'm a partisan podcast host. <laughs> but do do this, right? Do this. I have a test for you, right? If you believe that, oh, they're just going after Trump because it's liberal pros, Yeah, liberal prosecutors are a ton of those, right? <laughs> And um, they want to get him because of his last name, because of politics. I have a test for you. Now, if you're like Trump, you bank at Capital One, which is really the only evidence I need that Trump isn't a billionaire because even I don't bank at Capital One. <laughs> so I want you to go down to your bank. Okay, are you listening? Go down to your bank and get a loan. And lie on the papers about how much your assets are worth. Just lie. Inflate them. Five times, ten times, it doesn't matter. Inflate them. Why? So you can get a bigger loan. Then, when you have to pay taxes, lie to the government. Lie to the government about how much your taxes are worth. How much your assets are worth so you pay fewer taxes. And don't do it a little bit. Do it a lot, like Trump did. Allegedly. Then come back to me a year later and let me know how that worked out for you. Okay, seriously, do it. Do it. Lie to the bank. Lie to the government. Do it. Come back to me later and let me know how that goes for you. Okay? My guess, and I can't see into the future, it's not going to go well for you. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. But if Trump is being targeted just because of political reasons then why is everyone else apparently doing the same thing like what what's the harm in having him tried right oh everyone does this trump's just being targeted okay then you do it <laughs> you do it go lie to the banks on the forms pay less taxes than you're legally required to do it let me know how that goes for you because you know why you would be held accountable you would be charged, you'd be arrested, you'd be in trouble with the IRS, you'd be in trouble with the bank, 
They'd refer you for criminal prosecution because your last name isn't Trump, because you're not a billionaire, because you're not famous, okay? Trump's fame, his alleged wealth, is not why he's being prosecuted. It's why he hasn't been prosecuted because of his privilege, okay? And if you're so confident he's being targeted for political reasons, go do what he did and let me know how that works out for you. All right. Man, I really struggled through that pod. Uh, People are asking me, Peter, you're sick. You're recovering from surgery. You're doing extra jobs. Why are you pushing through a free podcast for the masses? You know what? Because sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, baby. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, guys. I will try not to make it three weeks until my next pod. I'll try to do one next week. Uh, Until then, have a great day.